Welcome to the VRV Podcast, where we highlight different better-known businesses and nonprofits. All right, everybody. I'm once again super excited to have our next guest on. So I got Brandon on with Deep South Creations coming out of South Carolina. So Brandon, Marine Corps veteran, thanks for coming on, brother. And please tell us a bit about your service, man. Uh, sir. Eight years in the Marine Corps, went in right after high school and served four years. And then when I got out, it was in 2006, 2007, right when the economy kind of took a dump Mm, on everybody. And my wife and I were talking about getting married at the time and I couldn't find a job. I worked like nine jobs in three months. Oh, Um, really? Yeah, it was. I was doing anything and everything I could. And I told her, I was like, look, I mean, if we're going to get married, I got to go back in. And I mean, it's kind of fun. Wait, let me back up just a second. And mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in high school, uh, I come, my mom worked at the high school and I went home one day and she called me to tell me to bring my dad's check up there so she could deposit it. Right. And I pulled back up to the high school and I was walking in and my buddy was sitting down talking to a Marine Corps recruiter and I'd been looking, I'd already talked to like the air force and kind of looked at like the Naval Academy and West point and stuff. And the Marine Corps recruiter was like, Hey man, you want to join the Marines? And I was like, nah. And he's like, why you a pussy? And I was like, what? what? <laughs> so I turned around obviously. And long story short, like six hours later, I was, signing papers for the marine corps so i kind of got <laughs> jedi mind tricked into that one so um, that should be their new ad like a little 30 second ad <laughs> yeah I, yeah you're telling me because i mean i went to this was in uh january of like 2002 yeah and i shipped out to boot camp the next year and when i was in boot camp two weeks in i got a letter from the recruiting station i was like Dang, my recruiter's writing me, you know? Wow. <laughs> and it was a letter, and they told me that my recruiter had been kicked out for messing with police. And I was like, that really? mother. Really? So he, he hoodooed me and then got kicked out of Marine Corps. Um, but no, I mean, I, I joined to, I guess, kind of see the world like everybody did. It was after 9-11, obviously. Okay. I went in in 2003. Yeah. Um, and first duty station was Hawaii. So, I mean, I couldn't oh, have asked for horrible. Oh, yeah. It was it was terrible. I mean, you know what? I heard people, though, um, you know, obviously I've been down to Hawaii a couple of times. It's it's beautiful there. But people that are stationed there says it gets really monotonous. I, I think unless – but I'm like, man, I'd be out fishing, going on, you know, things like oh, crazy. Yeah. But they said – like I heard that in Guam, too. People get, like, yeah. island sickness. I've been there too. We got stuck there. The Air Force, our transport broke down mysteriously. Oh, uh, yeah, that randomly. Yeah. yeah. We were supposed mm-hmm. to be there for like one night. We ended up there for seven days because the C5 or what was it, C5? I think it was the C5. Yeah. It broke down mysteriously. We, we didn't complain. I mean, we didn't have to do anything for seven days other than bar hop or whatever we wanted to do. Of course, yeah. our gunny decided to have. 30 Marines running down the strip of Guam, you know, people are like, what in the world are these idiots doing? But no, I mean, you, you get that bad. We, uh, I was stationed out in Italy. So I was air force and we were stationed out in Italy. Anytime a C5 came in, we knew it was going to be breaking. Oh, yeah. It was always cause dude, their, their per diem out there was like, I think at the time, and this was back in like 90, 98, 99, it was like their per diem was like, 90s 90s 8 99 bucks it was it was right around 100 bucks a day they were getting every time they were stopped yeah. so it was it was always like we knew they were going to be in for about two weeks we were actually on our way to korea when it broke down we were supposed to be there for one night and then go on to korea mm. and mysteriously it broke down that for sucks, like I'm seven days sure you're super excited getting into korea <clears throat> oh yeah that was a which i mean uh, i don't know i'm lucky to be alive to be honest with you <laughs> Which we we all are. I mean, we do oh, things yeah. in the military that you tell normal people or civilians, and they're like, "You did what? You slept Roger. outside of a hotel in Korea?" You, yeah, I mean, it was normal for us. Korea's but, a good time, man. Where were you at in Korea? Um, like north, south. 
As in South, I know you're in South Korea. South, right? yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was the Air Force base there. Osan, Kunsan. I think it was Osan. Osan's up north. Yeah, so I was there for a bit too, man. Yeah, you go right outside the gate, and it's literally there's. They said there's like 150 bars or clubs within like yeah. a half mile stretch. Yep, that'd that, be Osan. That's it. Yep. What I had year to think were you about there? it first. Uh, I was there in 2004. Uh, okay, so I was I was there 2002 to 2003. I think it was 2000, the end of 2004 was when we were there. Okay. It's hard to keep all these little, I mean, it, it seemed like every month they were, which I mean, I was single at the time. So they were like, hey, we're going to Guam. Sign me up, buddy. I'm yeah. there. No, seriously, military and being single is, you just oh, yeah. drop of a dime. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, so what was your, what were you doing in the Marines? Uh, aviation operations. So I okay. did. Uh, Flight schedule, scheduling all the aircraft where they went, putting the payload or scheduling the payload to go on there, and also in charge of training for two hundred something Marines. So I had to be the the a hole that heightened weighted everybody and said, "Look, you're fat, dude. You gotta. We're gonna put you on BCP. You gotta go run for thirty days." What? Everybody hated me. I mean, but you know. Yeah. I tried to change my job multiple times, and they wouldn't let me do it. When I when I got out in 2006, and right when I was going back in in 2007, I tried to go to the Air Force to go yeah. into that, and they wouldn't take me because they were like, no, we're not taking prior service Marines, not unless you're in these four jobs. Oh, well, I'm not in that. So, And then the Army guy, I talked to him a couple times, but he just kind of, I don't think he needed the quota that month, so he mm. ghosted me and didn't really want to talk to me. I was like, well, I guess I'm going back in the Marines. <laughs> but, I mean. Did you go into the same career field, Ben? Yeah, they wouldn't let me change my job. Yeah. They was like, no, we already trained you. We're not. And, I mean, I've, I volunteered for EOD, UAV tech, or UAV operator. I mean, anything. All of the high high profile jobs where they right. were begging for people i was like i'll do it yeah i mean i volunteered to go disarm bombs and they were like nope you're you're in a high uh high priority Demand. field yeah so we yeah. can't let you i was like man but yet eight years in i was still an e5 and couldn't make it to e6 because they promoted too many guys to gunny when they stood up the osprey squadrons they promoted too many guys yeah. so i was going to get forced out anyhow because I would have never made E6. Yeah. I think I kept an eye on it. And <clears throat> four years after I got out was when most of the guys around my time frame that were uh, promoted to E5 got promoted yeah. to E6. Uh, so I, mean, okay. I would have been forced out either way. But my wife, she. So we got married and I told her, I said, baby, you can pick anywhere in the world. That's the one thing the Marines was telling me, you know, wherever you want to go, we'll send you. I was like, all right, where do you want to go? And she said. Beaufort, South Carolina. And I was like, what? We're from South Carolina. Well, I mean, well, you don't want to go to Hawaii or Japan? Or yeah, it's in Japan. Any, anyway, I mean, I did two six-month deployments to Japan and loved it. Yeah. But, I mean, she she was just fresh out of college, and we found out we were pregnant. Well, she's pregnant. I wasn't pregnant, but... <laughs> Uh, like a month before, you know, so she's like, well, I don't want to move too far just in case they send you off on a deployment or something. I was like, okay. So we moved out and moved down to Beaufort February 1st and February 13th. They sent me to Yuma, Arizona for three months. We weren't even uh, unpacked. She didn't even know where the Naval hospital was. And oh, they were really? like, see you buddy. How, and how far away was that from your hometown? Like for uh, her, from her family? I think it was like a three and a half hour drive. Oh, so that's not bad. No, her dad came down and picked her up and took her back for a little while, you know, while I was gone. And w luckily we made some friends right when we moved in there and they kind of yeah. helped her and took her to the Naval hospital and showed her everything. So, but it, I mean, it wasn't far. We could travel home on weekends, you know, on 72s or 96s. Cause technically we were like 10 miles over the boundary for a normal weekend, but um. You know how yeah. that goes. Yeah. We're still went home anyhow. Right. Yeah. They. Um, that was funny when they. Well, when nine eleven happened, I was over in Europe, and then they drew a map. They did a circular map 
um, after, of course, we were on lockdown right when it happened for a couple of months, man. And then after they like they have a six-hour driving radius, and they drew this map of Europe, and I was, oh, we can't go, we can't go to Munich, or we can't go this. I'm like, really? Uh, you yeah. really think they're watching? How are they going to monitor this? Oh yeah, <laughs> we about got in trouble. Uh, <clears throat> me and a buddy of mine, we went out to California for air crew swim call, and we were at. We were there in San Diego, Miramar. Miramar. It was. Yeah. And we got done, and we had like, so my buddy was like, all right, let's go to Mexico. And at the time, they <laughs> they were like, no Marines can go to Mexico, no military. We went to Mexico and almost got caught coming across the border, and the guy was like, you're not supposed to be here. Like, come on, man. I mean, never been to Mexico, you know. We, yeah. Dude, we got back, and we got our butts chewed because we put – uh, I think it was like 400 and something miles on a rental vehicle in like four days. The yeah. gunny was like, where did you go? Did you drive to Canada? We're like, I mean, we were in California. He's from California. So, he, of course, he's like, dude, I got to show you this and this and this. And yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, the night we got in, we flew in and he drove the rental car because, I mean, I'm from the south. I'm not used to all that traffic or anything. Dude, oh, we're yeah. on like the big interstate going to the base and he's four lanes over and shoots across and jumps the, the exit ramp to get off. I'm like, what are you, what is this NASCAR? And he's like, no, this is normal driving. I'm like, dude. Fuck. Yeah. It's different, man. Like, yeah, it's crazy different there. Now here in Colorado, I got so many, like our traffic's becoming like California. Cause you gotta be, stupid aggressive down there if you want to get anywhere oh yeah but anyways but yeah. i keep trying to get my wife to move out west somewhere colorado montana somewhere like that there you get go. away from the heat but dude it's a her. beast yeah I, I i love cold weather i mean like the past three mornings it's been 21 to 25 degrees here and i love it uh, everybody yeah. everybody's freezing to death she's like you want to move to Colorado? It's like negative ten out there. I'm like, no. you'll be all right. Just put a hoodie on. No, it's fine. Like we get here in Colorado Springs, I get more sun. We get more sunshine than San Diego does. Yeah. So we'll get like a hit by a snowstorm, but then everything will just melt like next day or two. So it's That's it's like different here in the mountains. South. Yeah, dude. Well, your guys is humidity, man. It is. Oh, a, yeah. And you talk about driving because. <laughs> Your drivers aren't bad there. It's your guys's. Well, I flew in. It was to North Carolina, and I'm used to seeing mountains and everything. I've been to Arizona where it's semi-flat, but down there, man, my directions are so off because I don't know which way's north, south. And then it seemed to me like the road signs were like 20 feet off the road, like buried in some crazy bushes. Yep. <laughs> like what is? I can't. I don't know what's what. So um, yeah, it was like. 11:30, we we rolled into um, Fayetteville, that small little airport over there. And there's nothing. I think there's like one intersection in the small town that's over oh, there. Yeah. Different, different world. It was uh, nice. Everything, yeah. Everything moves a little slower down here. The potholes are the size of the Grand Canyon. You hit it with your car, and you're gonna pop a tire. I mean, it's <laughs> defensive driving 101 in the South. I mean, it's <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I mean. We did that, and she looked at me, you know. My daughter, when I got out, she was five, and I think I had only been around for, or only been there for like two years of her life. I mean, I missed her first birthday, for which right. all of you guys know that, you know. Right. But my son was born, and eight days after he was born, they sent me to California for four months. Yeah. So, of course, you know, they're she's like what in the world you gotta you gotta get out and i was like okay you know so i started applying for jobs like three or four months in advance and had a college degree at the time mm -hmm. my first one and nobody would call me back the only place that it would was greenville city police department so we traveled back and forth you know i took all the tests and they hired me and i got out on august the 7th and i think i started there on like the 13th yeah and I worked there for two years and then I had a, I started, started getting pain in my back one day and it, it got pretty bad to where we lived in a two story house at the time. And one morning I was working night shift. So it was like one afternoon then, um, I couldn't get out of bed. 
So I had to holler for her to come upstairs and she had to take my legs and pull them off the bed and grab my hands and pull me up. And I was like, something's wrong. You know, at first I thought it was like a pulled muscle Yeah. and I had a rash on my leg and they couldn't figure out what it was. I mean, dude, they poked and prodded me and they stuck needles in me, electrocuted me and tested nerves. And at one point I had a false positive for Rocky Mountain spotted fever. I mean, they thought I was dying. I was like, what in the world? It turns out I had, uh, contract, well, I say contracted, developed, uh, psoriatic arthritis from the, the anthrax shot. Apparently, uh, and I lucked up on the information, to be honest with you, because they told me they were like, well, you have psoriasis. And I'm like, Nobody in my family has that, you know? And they're like, well, it's turned into psoriatic arthritis that's so messing your back and your knees and your hip up, your hips really? up. And I'm like, wow, you know, well, how could this have happened? And I got on the internet and searched it and like the third thing that popped up was a study from the mayo clinic where the first round of anthrax shots that they gave to people in the military which was around 2003 i think yeah which was right when i first went in they weren't approved by the fda they hadn't been tested or anything and it's given like 30 percent of veterans either rheumatoid or psoriatic arthritis and i was like wow so that's where it comes from and it got so bad to where I couldn't get out of the uh, the patrol car or do anything, you know, because, I mean, you're carrying 35, 40 pounds around your waist on a right. belt. And so I went in there one day and I was like, look, Sarge, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore. And oh, they sucks. wanted to try to put me on a desk job, you know, or something. But I was like, man, I I, I, I don't feel right taking money from a city when I can't co- can't fulfill my job. Right. And it would kill me if somebody got hurt because I couldn't get out of the car fast enough. Yeah. So I resigned from there. Um, and three or four months later, I got hired at like Amazon and I worked at a, a farm for a little bit and it just got to the point where I couldn't find it. And I completed my second college degree and still couldn't find a job. Still yeah. can't to this day. I mean, I still apply for uh, this. I know this is jumping ahead a little bit, but this past year, Deep South kind of tapered off a little bit for a couple of months, and it scared me, you know. So mm-hmm. I started looking for a job, and half of these jobs out here, I mean, I would make it to, like, the, the final round of interviews and everything, but they would choose somebody else. And, I mean, the feedback they're giving me is I'm, I'm doing good in interviews, and I'm highly qualified they just for some reason are going with other candidates i don't know what it is but two college degrees and i can't find a job it probably is (laughs) oh country crayon eater but i mean at the time i was bouncing around so i told her i was like you know what i mean why don't we just start something up and there was a guy i'd bought a, a wood sign from he does a lot of the uh, metal bracelets for police officers and military when they pass away. Right. And he did laser engraving. So I messaged him and I was like, Hey man, I'm thinking about kind of doing something like this. You know, what would your recommendation be? And he's like, Hey man, I can do one of two things. I can save my business or I've got a brand new laser I've never used that I can sell you. And I was like, okay. You know, so I drove up there and looked at it and it was a desktop, brand new desktop laser. And I was like, all right, let's buy it. So we bought it and just jumped in. I mean, started sure. making signs and cutting boards and all of that. And it, it did good for the first couple of months. And then we did a show and a guy walked up and he was like, hey, can you make this? And he turned his phone around and showed me a picture of an American flag. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I was like, how big is it? He's like, about two foot. How much would you charge? And I'm like, 60 bucks. And he's like, I'll buy five of them right now. And I'm like, wow. What? Something's wrong here. <laughs> well, come to find out the company he was looking at, we won't name names or give them any more publicity than they've already had, but they were charging people like 120 bucks for one that size yeah. and not fulfilling the orders. They've uh, since gone out of business. Um, but I mean, I, st- I made that first one and posted it to Facebook and it just, it exploded from, Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I've made probably five signs in the last two years, and everything else has been flags. Wow. I mean, it's just one after another. And 
I don't, I don't try not to get too complacent with it. You know, I mean, I try to come up with new designs like yeah. the one I posted the other night. Uh, and that, that actually wasn't fully, I can't take a hundred percent credit for it. Um, I'm in a group on Facebook of guys that make flags and this mm-hmm. guy messaged me one day. We're pretty good friends. He lives in Illinois mm-hmm. and we started talking and he was getting my, asking me questions about what I would do for a flag on this. And we just kind of bounce our ideas off each other and we come up with yeah. the, the split flag and on the right side for the Marine Corps doing the dress blues with the blue pants, yeah. with the red blood stripe, putting the EGA over it. Well, right. it turns out I was designing my own flag. Um, because my wife, she was like, you've made 300 something flags and we don't even have one hanging in the house. Cause every time I'd make one for myself, somebody would message and go, Hey, I like that flag. Can I buy it? And I'd sell it to them. Yeah. Cause she's like, you're never going to make one for yourself. So she contacted him secretly and they kind of worked around my back and I designed my own flag. Oh, that's cool. And man. <laughs> at the same time he was making that one, I was making this other one. So, but <clears throat> the one he did. Uh, incorporated the fire department, police, and my Marine Corps all in one flag. So mine's a little bit different because it's got the red, white, and blue on the left side instead of the the black subdued flag like he did. But huh. I mean, just try to do different things. I mean, I've yeah, I try to get my name out there more than other people do. I believe. Yeah. Well, you've got. Um, what was I going to say about the flags? Well. Stepping back to one thing that you said with people with kind of like marking up flags. Since starting this VRV and getting to know you guys, like the woodworkers and your phenomenal flag works that not only you, but everybody else does on the VRV, I'll go to these like antique stores or something, whatever, and I'll see these things and I can tell they're just imported pieces of crap. Yeah. And they're charging. I mean, dude, there'll be things like a little 12 by 15 little small american flag that's just like painted on super quick and they're like oh yeah 300 bucks like dude get out of here i'd much rather be going and finding out stuff that you guys not only have already made but you know you guys are always doing that custom work but you've got not only your flags your flags look absolutely incredible i like how you've got like the burn look going into some of them to your traditional ones and then you've got your other items like um I mean, you do like Batman symbols to you yeah. got your 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 knight that you put up a yeah. lot, dude. There, it's awesome, man. I love it, and a lot. You, you know, I know you were gonna lead into this before, but a lot of it was solely just you were just going to town on a Dremel with everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we got to a point. The laser that I bought was, uh, it had a very small bed on it. I think the bed was the biggest piece of wood I could put in it was like 11 by 16, I think. So oh, I mean, really? anything, I mean, it would do my unions for me as far as doing the stars or right. the army logo or something like that in it. But any of the bigger stuff where I had to do the split flag and engrave on the right hand side, it wouldn't do those. Uh-huh. So my wife, she's got a, one of those, it's a silhouette cameo. It cuts out the vinyl. So okay. she would cut the template template out for me. We'd set it on the flag, and I'd engrave it with uh, a Dremel by hand. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where the laser just kind of – we had a lot of technical issues with it. I think the last time we talked back in July, it was down. Um, it just it, – it seemed like every month something was going wrong uh-huh. with it. Yeah. Um, so I, at one point, I was having to – just hand dremel everything oh, really? and it, it, it wasn't bad but just during christmas season this past year i don't think i couldn't feel my arm for like two weeks <laughs> after christmas <laughs> just because people i mean they they wore me out because like i said i started that job and i told her i was like watch i'll start this job and <laughs> the, the orders are just going to pour in yeah and i kid you not like a week after i started this job i had like 16 orders in a day Oh, and really? It just exploded. Wow. And I was like, wow, you know, okay. So, and, and it worked out because I, I found a guy that he, I don't know if he's a reseller of lasers or what he does, but he came down from Charlotte and bought my laser. 
and put me over what I needed to get a CNC machine. I'd been saving through Christmas, you know, most of my profits and everything mm-hmm. uh, to buy a CNC to kind of make it easier on me. And it opens up the doors for everything. So he bought that and we, we ordered the CNC and it got here, I think two weeks ago. Oh yeah. Six hours of putting it together and cursing later. I've got a CNC that works, but now I'm having to learn the, all the software for it and the different bits and everything. I think I've made three or four different things so far. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like you said, Everywhere you get, like you go to Hobby Lobby and they charge you $25 for a small American flag and the stars are upside down. Yeah. I mean, it's, I've, and she, I drive her crazy because we'll go in somewhere like there's a a Harrison's workwear up here. They sell like Carhartt jeans and stuff. Yeah. And we went in there ah, three or four months ago. I happened to look up to the left and they had one of them flags from Hobby Lobby that was, you know, screen printed on there. The stars were upside down. And I looked at that woman uh, and they claimed that, that, you know, well, they advertised that they're all about law enforcement and first responders and military and all that. And I said, ma'am, you realize the flag you've got hanging up is the stars are upside down. And she was like, what? And she kind of looked and she's like, wow, that thing's been up there for two years and we never noticed. Uh, how do you, <laughs> so, mm. I mean, but I finally had a chance to, uh, when we did this big giveaway with Wilby brothers, uh, we yeah. jumped in on it and I finally had a chance to talk to Woodburn. I think Woodburn, yeah, Woodburn Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. He's here in South Carolina, like an hour from me. And I hadn't, I think I'd seen his stuff like one time before, but yeah. didn't really put two and two together but I, I saw him and got to kind of connect with him and hopefully one day we're gonna make it up to his part of south carolina kind of talk oh, and geez. sit down and everything yeah. and just yeah i mean it's and a lot of people it's different i think with veteran businesses than it is with regular civilian businesses because most of them they they're cutthroat they just want to take business you know yeah it's not yeah. like that really at all because i mean when i seen him i was like oh cool you know there's another flag maker close by and yeah. i messaged him and didn't really know what to expect but he, i mean he's a pretty cool guy we oh, talked dude. back and forth and yeah he actually he actually just re-upped on the VR, vrv this morning actually no yeah me and him have actually been talking quite often he's gonna be we're gonna be scheduling a podcast with him here soon but no he's a really good guy and you know before we started this podcast i was talking because i'm wearing these big giant nerd headphone things and uh but he's he's big into the um video gaming community where there's like a yeah. john burke guy that streams stuff so he's yep. that's like one of his you know uh therapeutic type avenues too with everything but yeah man that's great and you're absolutely right man there's so many you know i know the woodworking community is really tight too but it's it's i don't think we view each other i know some people do but I'd say like 97% of veteran business owners don't see the other one as competition. You know no. what I mean? It's yeah. all about helping each other out. So oh, yeah. it's, it's that brotherhood that lives on. So it's, it's super cool, man. And just um, to give, give everybody a, a little, I know they can't see the video here, but Justin's wearing these giant high tech <laughs> air force stuff over here with the ipod things that come with the iphone so that's marine versus air force for you dude seriously these do look like like um the the head you're like dr dre or something man over there recording a (laughs) slim shady album or something i or i'd be out crewing like they they're seriously like this size of my old like air crew headsets the flight line dude yeah yeah Super comfy though. See, y'all had the cool stuff. We had those retarded looking eggshells that you had to put on in the Marine Corps. Yeah. You guys had to wear them anytime you're around an aircraft. Air Force was trying to do that where, because um, where they're they're like, hey, anytime you guys step over on the red line. Um, see, I'm trying to remember all my verbiage from uh-huh. back. In- there was the there was the red line for the uh, restricted access for anytime you're near an aircraft. So they were they were trying to say is. Anytime you cross that line, not only had you had to have all your safety equipment on, but then you had to have uh, your safety goggles on. Uh-huh. For anybody, I don't know how good your guys is. I know I worked with a bunch of Marines before, but in 
pretty much same stuff. But all of our safety goggles or glasses that we would wear, at least they got down to these glasses. You could never see shit through them. And know. so, like, dude, I ain't, I ain't walking around aircraft and doing all this stuff with these. They're they're the most uncomfortable things in the world. But anyways, yeah. they tested that for a bit with us, and it it went right out. But now, well, when I left. I guess that was like 2015. Anytime you were working on an aircraft and you were looking up, you had to have your goggles on. Yep. And so, beside, and that was, you know, before it was like if you're doing safety wire, if you're working with fluids, that stuff I got. But then it turned into, you know, anytime you're looking up on an aircraft, which on an aircraft, you're 90% of the time you're looking up. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was fun stuff. No, we, we screwed around. I was down in uh, Miramar with you guys a lot. And um, and then we did a lot. We had a Marine squadron out with us in, in um, at Edwards with the CV-22s and some other aircraft. But, um, yeah, different. It was amazing the different way um, the branches performed, like everything from inspections to, you know, just – um, what the standard is on different aircraft, you know, because I was on F-16s and like anytime we were deployed, we had the Marines, Navy, F-18s out there and we would always talk to those guys about their different standards as far as safety wire and to whatever it may be. And it's, it was crazy how much it differed across the board. But yeah. No. I'm glad nobody can see this video, dude. I'm over here flipping my phone around. It's about to die. So it's I'm on the part to... right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get this little charger thing. So what's the job you got going on now besides your Deep South? Uh, I deliver produce. I go into work at like 4 o'clock in the morning and <clears throat> drive a truck and deliver produce. I get, you know, I'm going to get off 11, 12 o'clock every day and just do that. I mean, it, it's not too bad of a job. I mean, it, it paid the bills. Mm-hmm. It's what I found that would hire me at the time so i mean it it works out it 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 goes along good with my schedule i guess you'd say you know they go ahead well i was gonna say because one thing i want to hit on too because you're you're doing your woodworking stuff but you do a lot with it as far as local community charities different nonprofit organizations and stuff like that yeah yeah (laughs) if you guys could see this view right now (laughs) I seriously look like I'm in, the, I'm in the bottom of the toilet. <laughs> look at it, I'll pull my wiener out and show it to you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's got to sit on top of that little... They, we just got new phones uh, yeah. last week, I think. We had Sprint, and they weren't worth a crap out here. And we've been trying to find a way to get and have another phone. So we went to Verizon, and it was cheaper for them to put it in deep South creations. Mm-hmm. We took a step up and we've got cell phones in our business name. Now I feel like a big time, big shot or something, you know, but it was cheaper to go through them. And these new iPhones, they give you, they give you this little iron man looking pad thing. You sit your phone on and it charges it automatically. You don't have to plug it in. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. that's crazy. So <laughs> it's sitting on top of there right now because I was trying to plug the charger into it and just use not use the headphones but apparently that doesn't work I don't, or i'm too stupid to figure it out i don't know either way so i've got it sitting on this thing and justin's looking up at me like he's sitting in the bottom of a barrel or something but yeah i mean like you said we do a lot of donations and and things like that we started out I think the first one we did was my son's on the autism spectrum and there's a big are you taking snapshots of me? <laughs> I was gonna snapshot uh-huh. so that you can see my point of view. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny also you stop. <laughs> I heard it go doom good. Look down his look down his real quick. Yeah, I thought it. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yet he's on the autism spectrum, and okay. there's a big autism company down here, Project Hope. They they do a lot for the autism community in our area. 
and they have a huge gala every year where they, I mean, they auction off all kinds of crazy stuff. People go there and they drop thousands of dollars on stuff. And that first year I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to make something and send it to them. So I made two little, I think they were 10 by 10 wood signs. One of them had uh, stitch from Lilo and Stitch on it. And it's something about uh, Ohana means family. Family means nobody gets left behind and had the puzzle pieces and all that. And the other one said something about, uh, I can't remember exactly, in a wor- in the world choose to be kind or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was like 40 bucks a piece for me to make these and paint them, you know. Yeah. And I sent them to them, and they brought in $400 each. And I was like, wow. Dude, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we donated there. And then the next one we took was a Chris Kyle frog foundation and it just kind of fell into my lap i guess uh my wife and i we got married we never took a a honeymoon and three or four years ago they they send couples you you apply for it and they send you on retreats uh to different places well i went out and kind of told our story and never expected to get chosen but they chose us and for our 10-year anniversary Actually, the weekend of our 10-year anniversary, they sent us down to Florida, to Destin, Florida. They paid for the airfare. They paid for the hotel. They sent us a Ruth Chris Steakhouse, gave us spending money, sent us for a massage. I mean, just, it it was amazing and crazy, you know. I mean, I've never been to, like, a Ruth Chris Steakhouse or any place where I have to wear a shirt and a tie to go eat, you know. (laughs) So we go in and... I look at the menu and I'm like, holy crap, a six ounce steak's like 40 bucks. I'm like, nah, there's no. So I called the lady up and I was like, we're just going to leave and go to McDonald's or something and eat. And she's like, no, you're going to, you're going to have a nice dinner with your wife. Go ahead. Cause it was on the night of our anniversary. Oh, and cool. she's like, if you don't order something, I'm going to call and order you the biggest steak on the menu. <laughs> I was like, oh. So they did all of that for us. And it, this was in, 2016 because no this was in 2017 december Mm -hmm. 2017 because in march of that next year we started deep south creations and i got that going good you know making flags and everything so i messaged the lady and asked her if i could call her you know she said yeah i said hey you know i started my own business i want to make you guys something and send it to you and she was like okay cool so i made a flag up uh, the battle flag that I make or the, the right side looks like it's blown uh-huh. out by a cannon, you know, right. it's got the floating logo and did the Chris Kyle logo and sent yeah. it to them and they loved it. They hung it up at their headquarters. Oh, it's so sweet. And I was like, cool, you know, so three months later, they message, she messaged me again. She's like, Hey, would you be willing to do some flags for us to, to donate? And I was like, yeah. So I made a couple of them up, you know, the, the Texas one with the frog that we made with the 3d frog. And we made another American with the 3D frog and they auctioned those off. And it was maybe two weeks later. She, she called me up and she was like, Hey, would you be interested in being like our flag maker for us? And I was like, sure. You know, so they listed me and, uh, 10% of every flag that we sell with the Chris Kyle stuff on it. We send our donation to them every no month. Dude, yeah. that is so awesome, brother. It helps them out, helps us out, you know? I mean, I, I wouldn't even care about getting the money, to be honest with you, you know. I mm-hmm. Just enough to cover the the materials would be fine with me. But, I mean, they're such an awesome company. They were like, no, you know, 10% is good. And I was like, okay. You know, so we do that one. And I've kind of been in contact with some other ones, sent some flags out to some other companies to help them out, you know. But yeah. I've done a lot of work with Mission 22. They well to begin with i did last year i had a ambassadors from florida georgia and south carolina they would all contact me and hey would you make some flags up and i'd make one up and send it to them wouldn't ask for nothing and yeah i did this for a little bit and then we got in trouble i guess with the higher up submission 22 for using their low even though i wasn't selling uh, things i was just giving it to their ambassadors to make money because they've got a guy that makes flag he has permission to make their flags and I got you. gives them 10 percent of the sales or it might be 22 i don't know something like that but i got in trouble and they told me i couldn't make them anymore and 
we got into a heated argument and I was like, really? I mean, you, you're going to tell a guy I'm not even selling them. You know, yeah. I'm making these things and giving them to these people to make money for you. That, I mean, that just doesn't make any, this guy won't, yeah, he gives you percentages, but when these ambassadors contact him, they got to buy the flag from him. Yeah. I mean, so you got to buy it and then turn around and try to auction it off and get the money back. Whereas I'm giving you a free flag. You get all the profits from it. Yeah. So at that, we went through that whole thing. Yeah, and I get, like, at the beginning, I didn't really, I mean, I kind of understood a little bit with the logos and who's using what. Yeah. And da, da, da. So I, 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 I get it where they're coming from there. Because you never know, man. You, they could have, like, I mean, well, even, dude, my logo right now. I got people that up in Denver, there was this big, I say anything out there, but it was a big thing. Like, yeah, VRV is going to be there. And took my logo and advertised on their social media and on these flyers. I called him up and I was like, "Hey, you want to you want to let me know?" I mean, it's something I was gonna totally get behind and all that, but the thing yeah. was, is I was like, "I don't want you guys advertising that I'm gonna be there or or BRB representatives are gonna be there. We're not." I was like, I "Appreciate you seeing you know the value in it, but hey, chill out with the logo a little bit." Well, but, uh, and, I, and I mean, mine. I didn't do it without their permission. I emailed and got permission before when the, the ambassador first contacted me. I emailed yeah. Mission 22 and said, hey, this guy's asking me if I can make a flag. Can't, do I have your permission to do it? And they were like, yeah, sure. And they would give me permission on a case-by-case basis. Hmm. Well, the guy they're in a contract with is not even a veteran. I mean, really? He's got no dog in the fight whatsoever. You know, whereas you got a veteran company, me. I'm offering to give Mission 22 like 50% of every flag. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing that got me and that got the ambassadors was, you know, they like the decal makers. They've got two or three of them. Why, yeah. why can't you have two flag makers? Especially if one of them giving you stuff for free, you know. But, I mean, I, I understand the whole thing, you know. And I wasn't trying to step on the guy's toes at all. I mean, I don't know him. I, yeah. I looked this stuff up when they told me about him, you know, but yeah, it's a totally different style flag than what I make, too. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's not like I was copying his design or anything like that. It's a completely like night and day different designs. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever, you know, <laughs> I understand. I understand the whole don't use a logo from somebody. I've kind of I've got my butt chapped a few times for doing some things, but you know, you you live and you learn. I, I've received a couple of cease and desist letters. But, <laughs> I mean, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right on, man. No, I I love what you're doing, dude, and especially with the kids, dude, with the autism thing, because you put some pictures up there with some of your, you know, with some of these kids receiving piece of your artwork, dude, and it's like. Dude, it looks like Christmas morning for these kids, man. It's awesome. Dude, it right? was it was amazing. I mean, and last last year for Autism Awareness Month, that's what we did. I did, which is the wrong person hears this, they'll probably get me in trouble. But the Batman <laughs> Superman. Were you, I mean, were you not in trouble with Brandon? I mean, Come on, man. <laughs> I did for any Marvel DC guys that maybe listen to this, I didn't sell these things. I gave them away for anybody <laughs> says anything. Because trust me, Marvel and DC will come after you. <laughs> Superman, we did a Superman, Batman, Spider Man, Wonder Woman. I think that's all. I think we did four of them. Or yeah. I did the outline of the, like the Batman, and yeah. filled it in with puzzle pieces and cut, yeah. painted them in and everything. And we put a post up for the whole month of aut autism awareness mm -hmm. and told them to, you know, post a picture of your your autistic superhero uh, and they posted pictures of the kids and in our rules we stated you know the one with the most likes would win yeah. well we ended up choosing three boys and a girl because i mean the top three vote getters were boys and then we only had one little girl entered so yeah. we we gave them all four one and just meeting That's up with cool. these kids and giving it to them like the the kid that won first place he just yeah. He loved Superman already, so and he was only like three or four years old. But when I handed him that piece, he just lit up. You know, oh, it's small things like that that it makes it worth it. Oh, I mean, absolutely! I think that probably brought more joy to you in your heart than 
selling that piece for a couple hundred extra, a couple hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think that's Definitely. so cool. And you know Definitely. that kid's going to be cherishing that for the rest of his life, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Def- and, I mean, the other three that won, they were they were taken aback because they were like, well, we didn't win. You know, we didn't have to, where well, you won anyhow. You know, I mean, yeah. give it to them either way. So, I mean, yeah. it kind of helps because, I mean, we did, we did a, which the Project Hope last year, our second year doing it, I did uh, one of my battle flags. The support stripe was the puzzle pieces. And inside the uh, union, I had the autism awareness ribbon with the puzzle pieces. Yeah. And instead of having a logo or anything busted out, it was a puzzle piece. And it had LED lights on it and a remote. I mean, you could you could have the lights flashing. You could make them blue, red, whatever. And we covered it with epoxy resin and everything. And it yeah. went for eight, nine hundred bucks at their thing. So, I mean, it, uh-huh. and we sold probably five or six of those. And every time we sell one like that, we, we don't make, we make a donation to Project Hope. So, I mean, it, all of those, you know, each one we do, we, we, we make a lot of donations. Dude, that's so, awesome. I mean, it, it, to me, to, be able to support these good causes you know Absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't be here without half of these you know yeah. so especially like veterans i mean i can't get my air force guys to buy these air force flags but we crayon- don't make all, all this money like you marines do you're crazy they train you guys to be like nuclear engineers whereas the marines are like yep you're gonna go out here and pick up stuff off the flight deck there all day what kind of job <laughs> training is that you know i mean no nah, i've sold a couple of air force things but marines and the army they which i had a, some people we did a show we do a lot we do we try to do four or five decent sized shows at our in our state every moment we've only ventured out for one we did a mission 22 event in georgia because yeah. we know the knew the ambassador, we drove out there and set up for it. But most of them we do are right around here or Columbia. Yeah. We did a big outdoor show last March down in Columbia, and a lady come walking up. And she's like, "Oh my god, I love these things!" But where's the Coast Guard one? And I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> I haven't had a request for one." You know, I kind of, you know, hadn't really met anybody from the Coast Guard. So yeah. She's like, "Will you make one up, and I'll buy one?" I was like, "Okay." So I made two up, and I still got them. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had, yeah, I still got them. They had, <laughs> yeah, at least I've got them for shows, you know, to show people, hey, I can do Coast Guard. You know, but I've had people come up going, hey, what about the National Guard? And I'm like, well, I, mean, I can make you one. I had a guy come up to me asking about a merchant marine one. I was like, a what? I mean, I had to look it up. I didn't know what a merchant marine was. I didn't oh, know they were, uh, apparently, they're, they're a separate force that, does all of the ships, uh, commercial ship, cargo ships that come into the United States. I didn't even know that was a thing. Hmm. Oh, they get paid a killing, according to the guy that I talked to. I was yeah. like, why didn't I know about that in high school? <laughs> Where was that on career day? You know, I mean, Where's that on career day? Uh, instead, I'm over here getting yelled at for eight years like I'm a five-year-old kid, you know, <laughs> but who knows? I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. You know, yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time and loved the Marine Corps. You know, if, if you can't like that flag I put up the other night of the dress blues, you know, I mean, yeah. everything I make the first thing of always has the Marines on it. My wife, the first time I did it, she's like, why is it? Why do you make it with the Marines on it? Well, if nobody buys it, it's going on our wall. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get some kind of use out of it. So, yeah. But most, I mean, most of the things that I've got another one coming, I'm not going to let any details slip, but uh, I've got another pretty awesome one. Is this the one we were talking about the other day? I don't remember which one we were talking about the other day. You said you had some new sweet flag coming out. Yeah. Hopefully real soon. Uh, It involves camouflage. I'll put it that way. (laughs) What, did you lose it? No, no, no. I got to get the camouflage. This, well, the camouflage I got on it right now is more like Army than yeah. Marines. Like, the greens were not as advertised, the paint. Uh, so, gotcha. 
I may just turn that one into an army one to kind of show it off and do a different one, but just doing different things. I mean, I'm trying to constantly do something other than what other people doing, you know, like wood burn and rustic wit. I mean, everybody makes flags, but we all put our different little spin on it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Come up with something new where people are like, Oh crap. Like the dress blue one. I mean, there's mine that the guy made for me and the one I made, that's the only two I've ever seen like that. I posted it in a Marine Corps group last night and had five orders immediately for it. Sweet. I had a guy message me. He's like, I don't know how much it is. I don't really care. I want two of them. Nice. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, just doing different things. You know, I can do your, your Air Force camouflage if you want me to did you guys even wear air force or was it business uh, suits? yeah it's more a suit and tie so whatever you can camo in with like um like uh i don't even know what the heck they're called <laughs> those things let's call people work in offices cubicles yeah cubicle yeah yeah cubicle camo yeah. <laughs> cubicle camo dude that was funny oh man this is not like the navy this dude's wearing blue camouflage out in the ocean what are you trying to camouflage from the sharks i mean <laughs> I used to get my butt. I got a best friend that's in the Navy, and I, when they come out with those things, I gave him down the road every day for it. Dude, I was like, yeah. you guys just want to be Marines, huh? He's like, man, shut up. Well, my brother was on the Stennis for a long time, and, and he said he never really wore those. They hardly ever wore those things, man. But I think they, they mainly wear them when they're back here, you know. Yeah. But I don't see how blue camis are going to help you out in the woods. I mean, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> We got the Navy running around in the woods, and they're not SEALs. Yeah, we we're, we're probably <laughs> down to the wire if that happens. Then again, if you got Marines trying to operate ships, we're, we're in big trouble, too. <laughs> uh, we love to drive it into something or run over a hooker with it or you know, something like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny, dude. Um, well, hey, real quick before we wrap up. Yeah. What um see now what's funny about this is last time we did a video interview, your wife said as you stare at me like I seriously look like you're ready to pull the <laughs> freaking flush me. Um, <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wife's like because she said you're not a talker, and yeah. we talked for a while, and she was and it was it was kind of funny because I was like, dude, I don't get that off you whatsoever, but. <laughs> Obviously, I'm doing something right, I guess. She then opened the door twice, looked at me like, you're still talking? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't Uh, talk this much around most people. I guess I don't know. You must must be. I must do it for you, huh? Yeah, you must. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, dude, looking back to when you first came in, what piece of advice would you give yourself when joining, I guess, any to the middle. Like I guess you know, you went into the Marine Corps, but doing it again, what would you have done differently? What could you have told yourself? I think I would have researched the jobs a little bit more. I mean, uh, that would have been my main thing was caring about what my job was. Because, and I mean, that's what I tell. I've had lots of people that come up to me. You know, people I know, they're like, oh, I want to join the military. What advice do you got for me? Make sure yeah. you sit down and research the jobs. I mean, because. Yeah. I realize everybody's got to do it. You got to have somebody in every job in the military, but I would have tried to set myself up a little bit better, you know, as far as job training goes. I mean, the the military did get me two college degrees. You know, I probably would have started on my college a little bit earlier. You know, my first Mm -hmm. four years, I was single. And I think I got out with $5 to my name, maybe, if that. Yeah. yeah. So I think I would have did that and research my job a little bit more you know yeah. a lot some people just luck up and head into them some people are planners i just when that guy said that that day i went in and i was like i don't care what you put me in so i went in open contract fully expecting to be a machine gunner you know carrying a, yeah, a 50 cal somewhere and i ended up yeah. in aviation tell me how that happens i don't that's I don't know. crazy yeah, yeah it must have been just been the luck of the draw i don't know but wow I don't know. I mean, I've enjoyed my time. You know, I've progressed, you know, through the years and I've done a little bit of air muscle. My kids, you know, my youngest son, he's five. So he, he wasn't around 
when I was in the military or a police officer. So he doesn't really, he mm-hmm. sees pictures. He's like, Daddy was a Marine? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So we have to show him pictures, you know, and tell him kind of about the things that go on. Um, yeah. I mean, my oldest son, he doesn't really remember a whole lot from the military, but he remembers me being a police officer. You yeah. Know, my daughter, she remembers it all because she's 11. So she was, she remembered me coming home from deployment, you know, and you're out on the flight line. They tell the wives and kids, you know, you can't go across the flight line here because my little two-year-old daughter <laughs> full speed across the flight line and they can't stop her. So it's, it's funny. We were, we were somewhere the other day and my daughter was like, this smells like your old work. You know, she's like, always like, that <laughs> smells like your old work, you know, with the JP jet fuel, friggin' yep. hydro fluid. All that, but yeah, it was it was definitely a distinct smell. So yeah, sometimes I miss it. Oh yeah, and I mean, but, I, I don't know, you know, I, I I miss. I'm sure you miss it. You know, most people we we miss it a little bit on certain days. You know, different aspects yeah. of it. Right. You know, and I wish I wish I could have stayed as a police officer for a while. You know, but it just didn't work out, and. You know, I, I luckily made some good friends that I keep in contact with. One of good. them, he was taken from us a little too early, mm-hmm. you know, but it happens. And I'm I'm working on a, a pretty cool flag to hang at the police department for him right now. Oh, I'm just trying not to overthink it and encompass him, you know, yeah. to be able to do it. But Good on you, man. That's awesome. I uh, just, I don't know. I do, every year for police officer, is it police officer appreciation month? I think they have. They didn't really yeah. advertise that when I was a police officer, but now apparently all these departments, people like take gift cards and baskets and things like that. So last year, my old police department, I took a flag up there and gave it to them for them to draw an officer's name out and give it to them. So oh, dude, this year cool. I'm working on something a little bit bigger and pretty cool to, and kind of stole the idea from my other buddy in Illinois, but I'm going to make it my own, you know. Welcome, did, welcome to Deep does. South Creations where everything's copyrighted. And- hey, 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 hey. <laughs> he don't care, you know. He's I'm like, kidding, I'm just dude. not going to tell you how I made it. And I was like, I don't need you to tell me how you made it. I got a picture of it, you know. I mean, I could recreate it from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I don't know. We, we, the group that I'm in, there's, like 3,000 guys, guys and gals. There's some ladies in there that make flags too, but yeah, it's it's an amazing, there's a lot of veterans in there, but a lot of them are civilians too, but it's a very tight-knit group, you know, and we, we all post our ideas and people don't care if, you know, you take the flag and make one just like it. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you step-by-step step how I did it, and some people want you to do that, but I'm not going to. But, I mean, yeah. if you can take a picture and make the flag, good on you. You know, yeah. I mean, that's like Woodburn or any of them other guys. If they were to make one just like I made, I don't care. Yeah. And I'm sure they wouldn't either. You know, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, and that's what I like about the group. It's like a, a group of people that are all about bettering each other, you know, challenging each other. Like, Hey man, yeah. you know, I made this. What can you make? Yeah. You know, yeah. so, but yeah, I get, I get in trouble sometimes with copyright stuff. I made a Harry Potter thing. And got a letter from Disney that I couldn't make anything with Harry Potter ever again. I was like, what? I mean, it was one. And then I had some guy, uh, it was like the third or fourth sign I made. This woman come up to me and she was like, can you make this sign? And she gave me these words. And I was like, yeah, cool. You know, and it was like Christian. So it was like power in the blood, washed by Jesus, you know, something like Mm -hmm. that. I don't even remember it. So I made it and it was on my Etsy and I got a notification one day. Etsy has removed one of your listings for a copyright infringement. I was like, what? So I went on there and looked and apparently some guy took and all of these words are in like old, old school Baptist hymnals. You know, I mean, it, they're from songs, but apparently this dude took them all and put them all together and called it a poem and they gave him a copyright for it. So really? <laughs> he was like, I just want you to take it down. And I'm like, dude, you're going to have a hard time because Hobby Lobby sells these things and I've seen them everywhere. And he's like, well, I'm working on it. I was like, okay, dude, you know, whatever. I mean, I've had a couple of universities tell me not to make their stuff anymore. You know, 
Well, maybe it you happens. should just step up your game and put out some better quality stuff. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, they just lost in the national championship. But Clemson, you know, no, I've go. got a lot of people that request those. Yeah. And they hadn't said a word to me. University of yeah. South Carolina, I made one flag with a Gamecock on it and got a letter. Wow. I was like, wow, dude, you guys can't even win a game when you're worried about your Gamecock logo. But whatever. You should be like, Are you sure you don't want one. <laughs> I mean, I'll make you want to give it to you, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. Everybody does it, you know, and I try to I try to do the right thing uh, yeah. and get the, the copyright for it, you know. But a lot of these companies like Disney and Marvel, you're not going to get it because they don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just do it and don't take pictures of it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but you're doing good things, man. Yeah, and I truly do. And I was all joking aside, man. I really do, seriously, honestly, love your work, man. It's great. So, it's cool, brother. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing that new flag, man. Seriously, I thought you were going to spill the beans a bit on this, but I guess no. I'm not that level yet. I got to keep it tight lipped because I hadn't, I've not right. seen one yet like it. So, all right, Disney, I get it. I want to get it done before somebody else does and gets it put out there. I want to be the first one. So, make sure you put your uh, trademark and patent oh, stuff yeah. on. <laughs> I'm not following all that crap. There's <laughs> another guy on there. He caused a hissy fit like three months ago it probably wasn't even three months ago apparently he put in a patent for the home plate like baseball home plates with the american flag on it and yeah. they gave him a, a provisionary patent on it like how do you patent a home plate with an american flag stuck on? i mean how do you patent those two things anyhow i mean he was nice about it for, to me you know and i was like well i mean if you got a patent pending whatever i'll take it down i don't care whatever yeah. i ain't sold but like five or six of them but Whatever, yeah. but these other dudes, they, I mean, the other guys in the group were tearing him up. It's like, um, dude, you can't patent that, but apparently, I mean, if you spend the right amount of money, they'll give you a patent on that. So I'm patenting the wooden American flag starting right now. Nobody else can do it. I'm going to send the money in and do it. Everybody's got to pay me royalties. Dude. Just kidding. I just, what? I mean, we're going to start talking forever, but that's one thing I love, like, about Tesla. From what I've read, like, Tesla, Elon Musk, kept all this stuff open with the electric vehicles yep. so everybody could use this because it's bettering the world, basically. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's yep. freaking amazing. You know? I love yeah. that. So, yeah, I, I mean, see people, a lot people's, of... People's going to do it anyhow. You know? Right. I mean, it, you're not... This is like when they tried to... Prohibition. They tried to outlaw alcohol. It's Everybody was buying it then because everybody was making it. You know, you're going to... Yeah limit people and they're going to do it anyhow and then they're going to sell twice as many as if you just said whatever go ahead and do what you want you know i mean yeah. it's not like i'm making ten thousand dollars a year off of disney or marvel <laughs> or it, i might make one piece that brings in 50 bucks you know <laughs> how, how are you missing it I, dude i spend that in disney movies in a month right. <laughs> yes <laughs> my kids they spend that easily so yeah i don't know but yeah. I understand where they're coming from. You know, I wouldn't right. want people slapping deep south on stuff without telling me. Right. Yeah. Next but. thing you know, it's going to be on some. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'll uh, save a joke uh. for that later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, on that note, brother, we've been talking for a while, man. And I got to sign off because I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, so, I got to go uh, eat dinner. The wife yep, exactly. giving me a. Give me an evil look. So, and I got to go back out here and finish this other uh, Punisher piece for Whoopi Brothers too. So, I'm gonna give him a shout out. Be nice. Hashtag Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know. Freedom Skull, not Punisher. Sorry. Freedom oh, Skull. There you go. Freedom okay, Skull. Cool. All right, good. You're in the clear, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I need to check and see if I'm up on VRV too. I might have to. I don't know when I'm supposed to redo that. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to check, man, because yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy. It's uh, like Woodburn just came up. Um, FSA. A lot of these guys are like, dude, I'm, I got to re up, and I'm like, I can't believe it's been a year already with some of these people. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So it's good though. But no, man, I'm I'm glad. So thanks. I I I would love to have you sign back on with us. So that means oh, we'll, definitely. So. You just have to let me know if I've lapsed or. <laughs> Dude, I can't keep up with all this stuff, so if you could yeah. send a reminder, that would be very, very nice. We'll do, we'll do, yeah. brother, as long as you don't flush me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, Brandon. Well, man, you keep doing good things, man. Not only with your business, but then helping out the community and those kids, man. That's that's freaking awesome. I love it. And we're totally behind you with everything. So tell the wife and said hi. I know she was asking if you were single on our Facebook group uh, earlier. Yeah. So. <laughs> she wondered if you was going to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to tell was- her you did. Before she even to, listens to it. <laughs> well, I was trying to comment by I was up in the mountains with some with some clients so I didn't have service. I wanted to I wanted to comment something on it on the Facebook. But anyway, so you're taking sorry to disappoint every all the lovely yeah. ladies out there. But um Just yeah, big old you, hairy hunk of man. You can only see what I see right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. All right, brother. Well, you have a good one, man, and I love having you on with us. Oh, real quick. So, uh, before we sign off, what's where can people go and find you? Deep South Creations on Facebook, Deep South Creations SC on Instagram, or DeepSouthCreationsSC.com. Awesome. Easy enough. And we'll put those links on in the comments below. So, I was waiting on it. I knew you was forgetting it. I was fixing to holler. (laughs) (laughs) Fixing to holler. Love that. Yeah. Hey man, don't pick on me. You gotta See, leave we, us country boys alone. I know. I don't want you to be fixing to holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon. I gotta shut up for real now. Always a good time talk, talking to you, man. And uh, we'll chat again, brother. Yeah. All right, man. We'll All see right. you. Thank you for supporting businesses listed on the VRB. You can find this business and other vetted businesses and nonprofits at veteransrecurringveterans.com. The listings on the website have been personalized with product photos and direct contact information. Thank you again for your support.